Coming up on a brand new episode of Hello Ross, Marissa Jarrett Winoker is here to say. I have a lot of friends who can go right back in and they did Broadway shows with newborn babies. I was like, no, I'm going to be the best mom ever. And I'm going to be, I got to literally got a minivan and became a mom. Like it was really ridiculous. It was silly. <laughs> that and so much more today on a brand new episode of Hello Ross. Hello, hi, it's me, Ross, and what a fun show we have today. My guest is Marissa Jarrett Winoker. She's, of course, a Broadway legend icon, as they call them. Tony Award winner for originating the the Broadway musical version of Tracy Turnblatt in Hairspray. Of course, Ricky Lake, who's been a guest on the show as well, created that role uh, in the John Waters film. And then Marissa created the the musical part and just took Broadway by storm. I, I, I was such a fan. I mean, I remember watching her on the Tonys, performing and winning and thinking, I love her. I love her. I relate to her. But I never met her until um, I decided to do Celebrity Big Brother, which was the craziest experience ever. I never, I don't want to ever, I don't want to be the guy that does the shows that are like celebrity version of this all the time. I don't want to do that. Game shows, that's a different story. I love going, like I'm coming up on um, Celebrity Name That Tune. I don't know if I'm allowed to announce that, but I just did. Uh, I'm coming up and I'm playing for the Palm Springs Animal Shelter. That stuff I love. Like those shows where like Betty White would go on in the 70s and play like Match Game and all the Hollywood Squares. Oh, I would love to do Hollywood Squares. Anyway, I love that stuff, but I don't want to like you know, I never thought I'd be a celebrity on a competition show or something. It's not in my wheelhouse, but I love Big Brother. I have since season one, episode one, I remember the commercials for it. And I was like, I'm there, I'm watching it. Big Brother's, you know, where they put these people in a house and they, it's a social experiment. And they, you know, you, you vie for competitions for power and nominate people for eviction. And, and it's all broadcast 24-7, live on the internet. And I just find that fascinating, that that social experiment part of it. And um, I, I remember thinking, if I ever played this game, I know how to do it. And then I thought, I thought if they ever do a celebrity version, they're going to ask me to do it. I know it. And then I saw they they announced they were doing a celebrity version. And, and I told my manager at the time, I said, Mark, they're going to they're gonna ask me to do it. And then you know what? I was right. Like three weeks later, I got a call. They're asking you to do Celebrity Big Brother. And I was like, oh, my God. Of course, my, my first question, your first question would be, is there a camera in the bathroom? And the answer was no. There usually is for regular people, but for celebrities, the camera's out and it's just a microphone in the bathroom, just so you know. That's some gossip. Um, but I knew I had to do it because I, as like the fan in me, couldn't turn it down. And as much as I was hesitant, I just thought, let's do this. You know, do your thing. And so I went in there and that's when I met her. When... When we all went into the house, I didn't know. We were in isolation for like three or four days in a hotel room with no TV, nothing. And then they bring you into the house and one by one, you know, they introduce the next house guest. And then when they said Marissa Jarrett Winoker, I was like, thank God. Thank God there's there's a friend here. And I didn't know her. But I, I remember thinking to myself, thank God there's a friend here. And within 30 seconds, we were. It was immediate. It was intense. And we partnered the entire way and we ended up in the top two. She won. Okay, whatever. Doesn't bug me at all. We're not, neither one of us is at all competitive, <laughs> which is a total lie. And I assume we'll be talking about uh, on the interview coming up. But 
What I found in Marissa, at a time in my life, I have to say, when I was going into that that house, I was in a relationship. Um, my mom was sick. I was not super happy. I was overweight. I, I just was not in a great place. And I and I went into that house and met Marissa. And it was a really intense experience for both of us. And when both of us, when we left that house, we have changed in significant ways. I cannot wait to catch up with her, to talk to her about where she is right now, what's going on right now, what she wants to be doing next, and what it was like together in that crazy social experiment of Celebrity Big Brother. And here, after the break, my friend Marissa Jarrett Winoker, Tony Winner, is here to say, hello, Ross. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Hello, Ross. Oh my God! I cannot believe I'm I'm looking at your face here on the computer. I haven't seen you, Marissa Jarrett, with no cur in so long. Why? Why have we not seen each other? What is wrong? Oh, there was an epidemic. Oh yeah, that whole thing, that pandemic, that sort of shut us <laughs> that, down. That shut us down. But but we have no excuse now, so we need to get on it. You know, never before. Actually, that's a lie. I will say the closest people in my life. I was going to say never before have I met somebody and then clicked like I did with you. But the truth is everybody that's really my close friend are those people that I've met and been like, you and I have some sort of bloodline, like our uncles had sex, our aunts and uncles somewhere along, you know, like in like our- That doesn't make babies. Okay. Well, I don't know how science works, but like it's somewhere (laughs) back in cave people days, like some, our lineage passed somehow. And like, we are related. So I just felt like you were family the first time I met you. And you know, the real first time we met was in the Big Brother house. I know, which it's going to blow your mind. Five years ago. Impossible. Impossible. Ah, how is this, that possible? I have no idea. But I have to, I just have to say, you know, that was such a weird experience, that Celebrity Big Brother thing. Personally for me, because I was going through such a weird time of, you know, not being super happy and my mom being sick. And what a blessing it was that you were there. Marissa, I'll never stop thinking the universe that I met you that weird, in, insane way that no one will ever be able to understand. No, I agree. I 100% agree. It was totally weird and probably the best time of my life. And you being there was absolutely, I mean, we've said it a hundred times. It made it all like worthwhile and perfect. And, you know, winning all the money made it perfect too. And we ended up one and two in sort of, uh, you you won the whole thing. I was second place. But, and and the ne- fans loved you. So you got fan favorite, which I know you well enough to know. You want fan favorite and I want the money. 100%. It meant so much more to me to win fan favorite. I know. And I didn't give a shit if I won fan favorite or not. Because I'm never a fan favorite. Like, Aww. I'm like, no, I mean, either, you know, that's not true. Let's be you clear. You are a fan favorite. Like, You're my, I'm your fan favorite, like, right? Yeah. Fair, 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 fair. But I wanted the money more than I wanted fan favorite. <laughs> 
Well, I, I don't even think it's about the money for you either. And it's I love that Celebrity Big Brother's like they don't even compete for charity. It's just like for the money. And I know you were very you were absolutely charitable with it. You did you I saw what you did. You donated a lot of it. But but I believe, Marissa, that you are highly competitive. The most. The yes. most like it's funny, it's the only like when my son is is like this like crazy tennis player now and goes to a special academy, a boarding school for tennis. And everyone's like, I can't believe that's your kid. I'm like Oh no, we're, I'm so competitive. Sure. He's not competitive in tap dancing, but he's competitive. I'm like, my kind of thing is like, you can do whatever you want. Just be the best at whatever you do. Yeah. There is no like, yeah. I see that in everything you do. Like even when like I was, I of course go back and YouTube you and your like performances at the Tonys and when you won the Tony and like knowing you, like I know you, when you won the Tony, I bet you were one, like, I can't believe it. And then also two, I just tell me if I'm right or wrong. One, I can't believe it. And also two, like, fuck yeah, I did. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I did. Thank (laughs) God. No, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it's me. Like it's so, I think you probably have the same thing where it's like dual personality syndrome, right? Where it's like, I can't believe this is me. I feel like such a fraud. Oh my God. When am I going to get caught? But then also like, yeah, fuck. I worked hard. I fucking deserve this. I fucking won. I'm going to win at everything I do. But it's such a weird, you know, juxtapose. What's the word, Ross? A juxtaposition. I make it up. Yeah. No, because it is bold. It's like this weird imposter syndrome where we think like we don't belong. And then also like, I think that's kind of what drives us. It's this, this, this like secular thing, circular, cyclical, whatever thing Yeah. where, where that insecurity almost drives us to win. It becomes part of the motivation. Agree? I, I agree. I do agree. Cause it's like you, you want to prove to everybody that you are everything you say you are in the same sentence, you're like, am I really everything I said I am? I mean, it's a weird thing. Like, I definitely, I go through my stages of like, oh my God, I'm nailing life in all aspects. And then I, and then the next morning, I'll wake up and be like, I'm a complete failure. What am I doing with myself? I can't believe it. So that makes me feel good. Honestly, that Tony winners feel insecure and like they're, they don't belong and that they don't deserve it. It makes me feel so much better because I think everybody relates to that. And it makes me I don't want people to go through that, but if people who win awards have to go through that, that makes me feel better about myself. Well, it's interesting too. It's like the one thing that validates, like I go, oh my God, I won a Tony award that validates me. I'm talented. I'm an act, you know, like I did it. I nailed it. Right. But then it's also the one thing that I'm like, who cares about awards? Like, so it's like the weirdest thing that the thing that validates me most in my career is also the thing that I'm like, but that doesn't mean anything. Like, I haven't done another Broadway show. Like, people aren't like, come on, Marissa, star in this. Like, nobody fucking cares. So it's like a weird... They do care. Why haven't you done another Broadway show? Well, I hate to blame it on my kid, but I'm blaming it on my kid. Let's let's be honest. Like, I blame it on my kid and the poor guy is going to have to go through therapy. But like, who did it? We All of our parents fucked us up somehow. I blame <laughs> it on my child. I a lot of parents, I have a lot of friends who can go right back in and they did Broadway shows with newborn babies. I was like, no, I'm going to be the best mom ever. And I'm going to be I got a literally got a minivan and became a mom. Like it was really ridiculous. It was silly. No, it's not silly. It's your you know, it's what you wanted. But I have a question for you moving forward. Like, do now you it's want over. As, yeah. no, it's not over as somebody no, I meant it's a, over like I'm going back to Broadway now. Like, are you like, that was my yeah. question. Like as somebody who's competitive as you are, does it now drive you to be like, oh, you think I left but you you left and you've done, of course, movies and television yeah. and it's so much money. You made money, but you you left Broadway for a bit. It's been some years, right? Yeah, 20. 20 years. Wow. Well, I mean, I I went in and I did it in 2009 as well, but the show closed in 2009. So I was doing it then. 
And so are you driven now to be like, oh, you have no idea. Like I'm going to come back and do it again and win another one and do the thing. Yes. And like, oh, you thought I was Tracy Turnblad, but no, I'm Mama Rose. You know what I mean? Like I have that like – like I'm going to start workshopping it. Like I know what I want to be doing. That's like a different sound, a different voice. Like Tracy was a character I played and very obviously kind of close to who I am. But but I'm an actress and I have a much different voice and sound. So yes. And also now with my child who's like, I'm 14. I don't care. I don't need you anymore. Let's be honest. Like I could go do a Broadway show now and he wouldn't a, he might not even come, but <laughs> but he, he definitely come. wouldn't care if I was busy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's so it's really great. It's I, really good timing. It's really interesting because you're in such a fun spot now where you've already done something iconic. Like the award is already there. You already know, like forever you have the Tony winner of this, you know, and now everything else you do can, can be like more. Bonus, bonus. I like kind of said my whole career has been bonus after hairspray. Like it's been a bonus. Like when people literally, I mean, there's not very many Tony award winners who are like, yeah, I want to do big brother or dancing with the stars. Like that's actually not, they're like, take themselves way too seriously. So I kind of won the Tony and was like, now I can just have fun. Like I did literally the dream and my mom and dad were both still alive. They saw it. They were there for it. So everything else is a bonus, right? Like, yeah. So, so now I can go try again. And if, I don't succeed. It's like, well, yeah, you saw me do that other show, though. So, you know, I'm talented. Maybe I'm just not a great Mama Rose, which I will be an amazing Mama Rose. You will. I want you to do uh, Gypsy. I cannot wait. I'm going to produce Sure, Sure, I'll produce it. Um, You know, that must be very freeing. That must be, you know, I'm trying to like relate to it. And the way I can relate to it is like as Ross the intern, I felt like when I first started, people expected only one thing. And I was like many different layers of, so you got to like take, prove that over time who you are. But God, that must be to be you, to be Marissa Jarrett Winokur, everybody knows from Hairspray, won the Tony, and then now you can just do whatever. So, I mean, what is the dream? Is it Mama Rose? Is it Gypsy? 100%. 100%. I know that sounds like so like theatrical to be like, I want to play Mama Rose. Like everybody says that, but I grew up with Ethel Merman. Like that was my goal. My goal was Ethel Merman. All the roles Ethel Merman did, the sound that Ethel Merman, like if they were doing like the story of Ethel Merman, like I want to play her. Do you know what I mean? Like I Mm -hmm. get that kind of character that like broadly. Didn't she do, there's no business like show. Yes, she Mm -hmm. did. Lots of vibrato. And I love it. I love it. It's like some people. It's like, yeah, yeah. Like I love that sound and I'm not imitating her, but it's like where my voice always sat. And then I did hairspray and that was a Tracy was a whole different sound. That was like bubblegum sound, 60s sound. And I give me a little of that of the Tracy. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Tracy is like, uh, uh, oh, good morning, Baltimore. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I can hear the bells. It's like, yeah. And the other one is like, you know, like, um, with, with that, it would be like, um, I had a dream, a wonderful dream, Papa. And it's like all about June and they offer it. It's like, I yeah. like, goodbye to blueberry pie. <laughs> it's like, that's what I love. Do you sing the songs from Gypsy in the car and like prepare for your future Tony winning performance? Well, I started to do a one woman show, um, which was really great. Um, and, I was like, well, I'm going to start doing the music that I want to do shows of, right? So I did songs from Gypsy. I did songs from, I did Mama, uh, Mama Morton, because I'm like, I'd be such a great Mama Morton. Like, from Chicago. From you'd Chicago. Be Queen Latifah played her in the film. I know. Yes. And I know I'm not Queen Latifah, but like, I'd play, like, I sound good in the music. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> of and course you, you and it's fun you don't yes I, you don't have to explain that you're not queen latifah we understand that <laughs> for all your new <laughs> listeners i am not queen latifah you we talked about this when we were in the big brother house i wanted to produce a show for you called dream roll and i think you should why don't we do that yeah. why aren't we doing because 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 they were all the songs like from from uh t- like musicals that like you probably will never get cast in right that but you know you could sing the hell out of the song right like i could never be glinda but honestly i sound popular is one of my best songs do you know what i mean yeah. and it's like i'll never play glinda obviously hello i like maybe i don't even think there's any role in wicked even though i i could be like the wizard can see you now that's literally the only role i can play um no stop right now you know you could <laughs> Um, what are your thoughts on Ariana Grande playing Glinda? I'm so in- excited. It's going to be so good. I mean, listen, you know that I'm like very, very close to her. So, but regardless of how close I am to her personally, holy shit, she's going to be so good. She's going to be so good. When she was on Drag Race, which I can't, I, I couldn't know, talk about I forever. Know. And now it's out. I could. So, but we talked about Wicked the whole day on did. set because she was just about to go into production. And, and yeah. I know you're so close with Frankie. I am too. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Them. We, I, love, I spent the I holidays with them and I, and it's going to be so good. And she looks Can you so, give us, did, no. Did she say anything I, about Wicked? Can you I don't, tell me nope, anything? Nothing. I can't say anything. Like literally the N, the NDA of being in life with friends like Ariana. <laughs> like, like yeah. I don't even like, I like don't even have my phone out. I don't take a picture. Like, but only because like, and then like, she'll be like, oh my God, we have no photos. And I'm like, right, because I don't want to ever be like intrusive. Well, it's interesting you bring up no phones because I want to tell a little story yes. about, so if we can go there, can we go there? Mm-hmm. Duh. You know what I'm going to bring up. I know up. exactly what you're going to bring up. That was my first moment ever of something like that. <laughs> so we were on Celebrity Big Brother. Of course, we, you know this, right? So uh, Marissa and I are just like the whole time thinking this is the most hilarious thing. And like, I think we're totally going to win. And like, nobody <laughs> thinks we're going to win, but we're totally going to win. And the reason no one thought we, we were going to win is because people like, you know, hot James Maslow and um, Omarosa were Shannon in Elizabeth. people like Shannon Elizabeth was in there who still won't talk to us. She'll talk to me. She won't talk to me. Maybe I don't talk to her. I don't know. No, I don't. So I forget. Five years. Oh my God. We'd probably all get along great. Stop. Go on. I would love to see her. I would love. Tell her hi. Said hi. I would love to see her as well. Go on. She's in Africa. She's like, not in Africa. Where is she? South Africa. No, South America. Where is she? Where is she? (laughs) You're the one who's friends with her. Tell me. She's with the rhino. Just go on and tell your story. It's a good story. Okay. So we're in there with Omarosa, right? Who kept, she had just left the um white house working for donald trump like literally if you guys like, travel back five years she's donald trump's in the white house omaros is working with him and then they have some sort of fight and she leaves the white house and it's news everywhere and then a week later we're in isolation and they bring us into the big brother house and there's omarosa and marissa and i look at each other like oh my God. we said to each other these ratings are going to be huge yeah we knew. And, I mean, like, I remember even thinking, like, well, we can't get rid of her yet because we want people to keep watching the show. Yeah. <laughs> we kept saying, like, because we had a chance. We're like, no, let's not get rid of her because I bet ratings are really big, but we can get rid of her in, like, two weeks. We're so, like, but, like, we were right. A hundred percent. Like, our celebrity Big Brother was the highest rated one out of all of them. And You think? Yeah. Yeah, you're competitive. So, <laughs> the point is this. So, Omarosa kept, like, starting to say things and then be like, mm. Never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna finish that. We'll have to all get together after the house. And we're like, what was she going to say? And I write about this a little bit in my um, best-selling book, uh, Name Drop. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you read that book, by the way? The, the, I write all about the Big Brother house. Yes. 
Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. So, mm-hmm. I, though I do so, think Amorosa wrote a book and she actually, I was like thanked in it. Yeah, you, I, but I wasn't, which is hilarious. <laughs> okay, anyway, but the point is this. Um, she's like, I'll have to tell you later. So the day after we got out of the Big Brother house, and you think we'd never want to see each other again, but you become very, very close. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, okay, let's all go to Marissa's house. And so we said, oh, Marissa, you have to tell us everything. And she's like, every, what did she say? Tell us. She's like, everybody, your phone's down. Put your phone's in the circle. And we had to put our phone's in a circle. In a different room. Put, the, oh, put your phone's yeah. down in a circle in that room and then come out here That's and I'll right. talk to you. Right. Because I think the government must be listening to our phones because Omarosa worked in the government so she would know that. And do you remember when we like left and there was like SUVs with bodyguards outside my gate and we were like, oh. She told us some things that we should like that were shocking and I'll never. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember any of them. Don't, don't come either. after me, government. We don't remember anything. It was nonsense. It was about, it was just about blowjobs and stuff. No, it Nobody cares. Stop it. But Stop I it. Was... We're going to get murdered. No. So I was like, I'll never, I'll probably never tell anybody anything. That's what I thought to myself. Like, I'll tell a few people. And then it was time for her to go. And her and her mom, who's, who goes by the name Mama Rosa, was there. And we walked them out. And there was SU, black SUVs with security guards. And then I swear to God, do you remember this moment? As they got in the car, a black helicopter came over and followed them as they drove away. I don't remember that moment, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I probably was so high off of all my cash winnings. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, I'm sure you've made triple under more. It's it's not about money. Stop it. No. For me, it is. It totally is. I say, I take every job with, am I going to get rich or am I going to get famous? That's how I pick my jobs. Like, is this a great job? Like, I make no money on my best TV shows. Like, the best, like, what we do in the shadows, I make no money. It's like the best show on TV. I make no money on it, but I don't care because it's like, Mm. it's a good show. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, if it's a shitty movie of the week, they better fucking pay me and then I'll take the money and I'm like, all right, who cares? I'll do it. I love that about you. Yeah. And I love that we'll both never, ever say what Omarosa said. I'm too scared now. I'm too scared. No, no, no. I'm too scared. I'm too scared. And co- quite honestly, I was so great. Like, I could kind of remember. I know I know a friend of mine that was in the room with us who remembers everything. But I'm not going to say his name because I'm scared that because people don't wouldn't know he was there. Yeah. But I don't remember anything. I don't remember anything is what I'm saying. I know my friend definitely remembers everything. I don't, I don't remember, remember anything. anything. I, don't I don't remember anything. anything. It was like, remember. it was politics nonsense. We don't follow that stuff. I wasn't even there. Yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. Remember when I brought you into the bathroom though and I was like, Ross, because I was so scared because I didn't lie to you the entire game, never lied. And I, and I didn't lie to you. In the, yeah. in the Big Brother. So you brought me into the bathroom of the Big Brother house? No, I brought you into the bathroom at my house and I okay, was this like, is after. this was after. And I was like, Ross, I didn't take the the bag. Like, remember that whole bag? There was like a whole bag moment where everybody's like, I'll oh, take yeah. the bag. I'll take the bag. And I was like, and it was like week one. Like who cared? But I felt so guilty. You had to lie to me once in the house and she made, she made up for it. But I also never end. told you I took it. I just never, I just said, oh, we all took it. Like I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I was like, oh, Ross is going to see that I didn't take the bag when I was like. 
but I knew I didn't want to take the bag because I don't give I a shit. I, I really I know don't you care. didn't care, but I was like, that was like, what's so funny is like, that was like the one moment that I was so sure. Like, it's so crazy, right? Mm-hmm. It's well, so crazy. I have to tell you, you know, I, I already said what surprised me about you is how competitive you were. What surprised you most about, um, cause we knew of each other, but we didn't know each other. So what surprised you most about me that maybe our listening audience wouldn't expect about me, uh, that you found living in the big brother house with me? Um, I actually, well, I mean, I think that anyone watching would have known this. I did not, I mean, listen, I didn't realize how physically like, like good you were going to be at these challenges. Like I was like, we're going to suck at these, but then you like would nail them and like beat people. Like you really were like, I mean, anyone watching could have known that, you know, like I knew watching you, I think probably prior to going in, I actually didn't know like how like sweet and lovely you were. Whereas prior to going in, I'm like, oh, he's funny. He's fun. And everybody would love him. And he's the life of a party, but like also like loving and caring and sweet in a way that like sweet, because I think like you probably people just see you and they're like, yeah, he's hilarious and funny and moves on and can come into any room and light it up. But like, but like an innately sweet family guy, like cares about your family, cares, you know what I mean? Like that's something that I think you probably people don't think that in the freaking like I'm going to climb a wall and I'm going to win. And that's crazy to me. <laughs> Can you watch the show anymore? Because I have a hard time doing, I love the show. I support the show. I love the producers, but I, I watch it and I think, Oh, that's where we slept. And that's where that happened. And I, I it's like, a, it's so out of body. Like I'm the person I literally do shows and I don't remember, like it's so out of body. Like I'll, I've watched our season again and I'm like, I don't even, it's so weird. Cause I was so I was so careful in a way that I feel like other people in the in our show weren't. Like I was so careful because, like, what do you mean? Because I'm like a dirty birdie, raunchy, like big mouth, loud, like aggressive, like competitive. And if anyone in the house saw how competitive I was, or you know what I mean, like that wouldn't have like my whole thing in the house, right? Was like need the money my husband's rich who cares i'm mm-hmm. here for fun like that was not why i was there right so mm-hmm. but also like with america or the like live feeds like i'm like america's sweetheart like i didn't would never want people i was very careful with what i said a lot really you you were because it's a weird show you if people don't know you go in and you live in a house and you're filmed 24 hours a day broadcast on the internet i mean we things have happened to celebrities who went on uh, seasons after us that, that they regret yeah or they say things and like i'm just very and i'm so like you and i both have watched so much reality like we won't watch the show i love survivor i love like i watch shows so i know they can edit they can edit you saying anything so you have to be so careful so i think i was so careful the entire time that it's almost like that wasn't even really me, if that makes sense. So like, mm-hmm. it felt like, oh, I did a TV show called Big Brother and I was in a house. And uh, I mean, I know that's what it was, but it didn't feel like authentically, like if you and I were really living in a house for fucking a month, it would have been a different experience. Yeah. Except we, we did really have a lot of fun. And I remember at one point you said like, Ross, I'm never going to lie to you because if I do, the gays will all revolt. Well, I like, they, if I like lied or like, well, I felt like that across the board though. You know what I mean? Like I didn't yeah. want uh, clear. The gays would have like, lo- like killed me. But also like if, if I was like, I came in, I'm like the biggest ally ever. And then like, fuck over Ross. It would be like, that was like, that would be the dumbest thing. I mean, there's a few gays that would have been like, yeah, it's about fucking time. Someone fucked them over. But, yeah. but like, I was like, don't fuck over Ross. And then there was, you know, like there was so many little things like that, that like were 
like on my mind at all times. Right. So, Mm -hmm. so again, it feels like I was doing a Christmas movie. I feel like I was doing a TV show. It's like, so I could go back tomorrow. I watch the show. Don't even like, I'm like, oh, that's so weird that I was a part of that TV show, you know? Yeah, I get it. And I just have to say, like, anybody that that is listening, I think will understand it. Whether you've been to, like, camp with people or even just, like, you've been at work for a long time. Rehab. Just, uh, right? Rehab. Anything that's sort of, like, that's a unique experience between you and people. Like, you just bond. And I, I'm so grateful that I know you and that I got to meet you and fall in love with you. We slept in the same bed most nights, hey, right next to each other most nights. And I don't know. I just, I just truly am so grateful for you and that experience. And I, and I love that I'm your friend and I, I'm your biggest cheerleader. You know, I am, I, you are fan favorite to me. I just love you. And I'm so proud of you. And I cannot wait until you are playing gypsy road, a gypsy on on Broadway. Um, Mama Rose, I'm going to come support you. Um, and, uh, I, I love you forever, Marissa. I love you forever too. I, I, Echo the sentiment. I, I agree. It, it, we went to rehab together and we came out came out stronger. You fucking came did. out stronger. You're nailing life. I'm so happy for you. I love you and Drew together. I love you get you got married. Like I just like I'm happy. Like I feel like that that experience five years ago kind of bolted both of us to like take seize our lives. Like I definitely yeah. remember I left that house going, oh wait, I'm not living my best life because I was mm-hmm. so such a mom. And I know that for some people that is their best life. But for me, I was giving up so much of who I was. I wasn't being a good mom because I wasn't representing myself to my son either, you know? Mm. So, and I left that house being like, I've never laughed so hard. It's time to like start focusing a little on me. And I think that you left the house and we're like, I need to focus a little bit on me. Like, I think we both like were able, came out of that experience and have definitely seized the day in other words. Well, I feel like as we talked about everybody sort of underestimating us. And I think in a certain way, uh, we had been underestimating ourselves. And I think by, even though it was a silly reality show, by doing what we did in that house together, I think we both came out thinking like, wow, what, what else can we do? Let's go. And and when you look at what we've done since it's, it's really extraordinary. And I can't wait to see what you do next, Marissa. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love watching you. I love you. And Marissa's going to stick around. We're going to do our final five questions. It's a YouTube exclusive. So if you want to see that, you can go to our YouTube channel, search Hello Ross on YouTube, or it's a Cumulus YouTube channel. And Marissa's going to answer five Five of your questions, the listeners, there. Um, uh, and if you're listening here, you're going to stay here. We'll be right back with the, with the end of the show. Thank you, Marissa. Thank you. And a big thank you to Marissa Jarrett Winoker. And a reminder, if you want to see uh, the five questions, the final five, it's you, listeners, submitting questions for our guests. We do that as a uh, YouTube exclusive. So you just go to YouTube and search Hello Ross or search for the Cumulus YouTube network. And you can uh, see Marissa ask, answering your questions in our final five on our YouTube channel. I want to give a, a big thanks to her. Uh, a big shout out to all of you listeners. Please rate and subscribe us. Uh, subscribe and rate us and all of it. You know, I, I don't understand. I don't I don't know, but I know it's important. So please do that. Thank you so much. Also, uh, I want to say too, if you have been uh, watching RuPaul's Drag Race, thank you so much. We're now like the highest rated in six years on MTV. It's amazing. Thank you. And uh, for all of you asking uh, about my wardrobe, because you've liked the 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 pink and black little blouse I wore, uh, I want to tell you, and if you've seen my social, I already talked about this, but it's I designed this, uh, this whole line that I'll be wearing all season long with a designer, a uh, great designer out of Toronto, Ross Mayer. And so our collection is called Ross by Ross. 
Ross X Ross. And every week I'll be wearing something from our collection. And when I wear it right away, it'll be for sale and you can shop the look. Get it for yourself. Um, if you uh, just go to my social media at Hello Ross, all the links are there. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to share it all with you. All right. Thanks for listening. I'm Hello Ross on all social media. And until next week. Bye-bye. Hey, it's me, Ross Matthews. Thanks so much for listening. It means a ton. Make sure you like us, give us a good review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can find us on video at Cumulus Podcast Network on YouTube. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.